Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the matinee? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Howard J. Reynolds. Step into my office. There's not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, you! That's my name! Yeah, let's go to the punk show. Introducing for your listening pleasure. Here it is. Here we go. Episode 85 of the High Fives podcast. It's been a while since we've done a duet, Mike. Time flies. See, even though I appeared on on your show, I wasn't actually on your show. We didn't actually do that together. You were the highlight of that show. You and Jeff, (laughs) you guys upped the ante. You think so? Oh, yeah. I phoned it in on that that whole thing. (laughs) I didn't I didn't hear a phone. I didn't well, hear a phone at all. I, I rushed that episode. <laughs> Once again, I appreciate the episode, Mike. I always find new things. I think lots of people find new things. I mean, when you're presenting every band that did a release last year. Well, you got to find something. Everybody's going to find something, right? <laughs> it's like throwing coins at a group of people. Everyone's going to walk away with a couple of coins. Yeah. It's like right? one of those like... Um, money things in like uh remember you used to have those in bars where you could like stand in there and the money would float up and people would grab it that's what that's crazy why did they have that in bars i don't recall them from bars i recall them from game shows but not dude metro had one for sure when i worked there (laughs) really yeah but like was this in the days of like one dollar bills i can't imagine people putting fives um, in there it was on ladies night and I think we've discussed ladies night on here <laughs> and the guy with the candle. I always think of John Lovitz whenever I hear ladies night. <laughs> it was basically like that. Episode 85. It's the top five songs for a mixtape. Hold on, Nate. You might be saying you've done that episode before. Nate, are you telling me you've built a time machine out of a DeLorean? No, oh. I tried, but it was way too hard. And plutonium is really Hard to come by still. Huh. Didn't still. Hard in the 80s. <laughs> Way harder now. Okay. So hold on, Nate. You might be saying to yourself, if you're an avid listener of the High Fives podcast, and you go all the way back to episode one. Now, episode one is not accessible anywhere, as far as I know. Do you know if it's accessible anywhere? I hope Like, not. definitely not on Spotify. Definitely no. not on apple music it might be on no some... don't say it don't say it don't you say don't want to you don't want to hear it no <laughs> i don't want to hear it <laughs> and if it is on something we're going to get rid of it but we decided that this year we are going to go back into the vaults and we are going to present the first 11 episodes one more time that we couldn't or that we won't release again we could <laughs> we could release it again but we're not going to 
Well, you know, everyone's doing reboots these days. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, exactly. This is a reboot. This is going yeah. to be arguably much better than the first time episode one was recorded. The first time episode one was recorded, we didn't really have a theme song. We barely knew how to talk on a microphone. We didn't know how to record two mics at the same time, despite the fact that we talked into two different mics at the same time. It was before we had the beloved, what have you been listening to section of the podcast? I mean, Mike was a lot nicer and that, that was something I miss about episode one. I was nice. I th nicer, not okay. nice. Yeah. I don't want to confuse you or anybody else, but like did, nicer. Did you go back and listen? I did. I did oh, go back. Nathan, poor you. After I wrote my list, I had to go back and listen. I had oh, to see. I couldn't even do it. I, just it went at, I went and looked at the list and I was like, that's enough. I don't need to go back. I had this to is... go see what we were covering with dirt. <laughs> I felt like our reboots got to be better than like the full house reboot. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, anything's better than that, Mike. Did you hear that? The Who's the boss reboot is not happening. Thank God. No, I wanted to no, see Mrs. Rosalini. It wasn't going to be good, and you know it. It wasn't going to be any good, and you know it. Hey, oh, away. Whoa, away. <laughs> yeah. So that's what this year is going to be. We're going we're gonna to redo these episodes, and we're not going to pick the same songs. I mean, Mike said he might. Mike said, I might pick the same songs, and I thought, well, you do you, Mike, but I am not going to pick the same songs. Oh, okay, because it's crazy. Like, when I was doing this, I'm like, I'm, there's no way I'm picking the same songs. I bet Nate picks the same songs. <laughs> See, I don't even remember our original conversation. I'm so narcissistic. Yeah, I was going to say that, but I decided to scratch that off my notes. Because... I know who I am. <laughs> I told you I'm an adult now. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you're an adult now. That's yeah. right. So many years ago, we recorded episode one, and now many years later, we're going to do it again. So it's the top five songs for a mixtape and I feel like I made this distinction the first time around I'm gonna make this distinction again a mixtape is not a playlist for all the kids out there a mixtape is not the same thing as a playlist arguably no one makes a mixtape anymore correct do you think like sure there's probably one guy that makes one nerds like me you don't but you don't put it on a tape you don't put it on maybe you put it on CDs still no, if I if I could put it on tape, I thought about it, but I have no way to. I, there was no need to put it on tape. But I when I do the ones like that, I sometimes do for the website. I do record it like a mixtape, and then like I have access to recording it that way. If somebody was like, "Hey, Mike, can you make me a mixtape?" and I'd be like, "Are you serious? You want one?" and I would do it well, on a tape, on a tape for someone or a CD. Where would you get this tape? You can buy tape still. You can buy them at London Drugs. Can you? 100%. All right. Do you have a tape recorder? Yep. Huh. All right. Well, I just, I feel like I have to make the distinction that a mixtape is not a playlist. It's very different. A playlist, I feel, has intent. A playlist is something that has an order and a very specific order. I mean, I know you can make playlists that way, but it, it's really not the same thing. You said playlist has order in that, but you meant mixtape, right? Oh, did I say it the wrong way? You said it the wrong way, I think. Okay. Because I was going to argue with you and then, then you... Let's rewind the tape. <laughs> it's in the mixtape. You can't just Let's rewind it. it again. Oh, okay. 
We're doing it live. But I agree with you. I think like there's a feel to writing a mixtape. Like you, like there's so many like tangibles that go into a mixtape. Like how what the order is. And I mean, yeah, you're right. A playlist does have an order, but it doesn't feel the same because you didn't put the effort in in the same way. Like when I make a mixtape, I try for a theme or like there's a reasoning behind it. So if I'm making it for you, it's like to sh- to show you songs that you might like or something like that. Or for like a personal, like for personal reasons, it's just there's a there's an art to it that maybe doesn't translate to playlist making. Yeah, 100%. Streaming killed the mixtape star. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Kills there, everything. There was no mixtape star. <laughs> they should put they should put streaming onto crops. It would just it would kill everything. All right, you wouldn't have to worry about pesticides anymore. Pulpit. You just you just put streaming on onto it. This isn't your pulpit, Nate. Take that to your other <laughs> podcast, the anti-streaming podcast. All right, Nate. all right. I'll pack it up and head off. You might not remember. Maybe you do remember. Did you look at your list? Oh yeah, I wrote my list down even. Because I thought you might ask me. Did you see what you opened with? Police and Thieves. The very first song you ever you ever brought to this podcast was a six-minute song. Six it's, minutes. It's like one of my favorite class songs, if not a my favorite. A bathroom song. You, you described it as a bathroom song. I don't know what that means. It meant... <laughs> and I and anybody who has ever been a DJ of any kind, whether oh, yes, it be on yes, the radio, yes. no, I get it, <laughs> or whether it be in a club, the bathroom song is the song you play, so you can go to the bathroom. Oh yeah, it's gold. <laughs> and that was your number one. <laughs> it's fine. I stand by it. It's great. It's in the history track. books, Mike. It's in the you history books. It, you got to kick off a mixtape with a killer track. It's key. Is that is that what track one of this mixtape is going to be? Is it going to be another six minute burner? Hopefully. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Hopefully. You have you have the power to make that choice right here and now. There's no hope. I could audible it at any point. <laughs> it's a hopeless cause at well, this point, Well, not at point, any point. Mike. Up until you ask me for what song it is, I could audible it. Okay. If I All need right. to go to the bathroom, it's a bathroom song. As we embark on this uh, on this journey to redo the first 11 episodes, because if you... If you've gone into the back catalog, if you've found yourself on a long, long road trip or or maybe stranded at an airport and you decided, I'm going to go into the back catalog and just keep going, you'll you'll notice it starts at 12. So we're going to do the first 11 this year, which, again, for all of you playing along, means we're going to do episode 11 again. The, the most hated episode oh, of all it, the episodes. Is it, is it starting anew? <laughs> it is, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so that's that should line up for November. November, yeah. yeah. If, if we do it properly, it'll line up for November. This is sort of a starting a new episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. That's episode 11, Mike. <laughs> that's right. enough foreshadowing. It's enough foreshadowing for tonight. I feel like this time of year is like you're listening to the things you missed last year because everybody's got the the year end lists out. And uh, there's some things I missed. There's some things I'm catching up on. There's always stuff. I only brought four. That's because you, you follow the rules now. I follow the rules. That's right. This one I didn't miss, um, but I've been listening to it more in 2023 than 2022. I don't know why. Uh, the album is... 
Welcome to Dystopia. It came out last year. Dan Vapid and The Cheats. This release comes only a year after his 2021 release, Escape of Velocity. Um, but this album feels like a return to the 2013 version of this band. Like, I, I felt a marked difference between 2001's release and this release. Um, the songs reflect the name of the album. Songs about the pandemic, narcissism, the rise of conspiracy theories, isolation, the disease that is social media, and really everything else that's wrong with the world. Um, yeah, I just, I, I really like this album. Uh, it's a great observational dump of the world <laughs> as it is today. That's how I'd describe it. I don't know if you should ever use dump to sell an album, but go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Arm's Length uh, is my second album that I've been listening to And it's their 2021 self-release EP, Everything's Nice Don't honk the horn, don't shout and cheer, just smile and nod Here comes the CanCon uh, This band comes from Belleville, Ontario um, I read... Somebody described this band as indie-infused emo with shades of pop punk. <laughs> Am I writing these things now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that description, though. Yeah. Uh, I think it encapsulates this band. Uh, this is a quote from the band that explains this, uh, this EP better than I can. Uh, this EP is the aftermath of battling mental illnesses for many years. It's about family dynamics that may have had a part in shaping the way you behave in relationships. It's about forgetting everything as a means of coping. It's about coming to terms with looking back in anger. Um, this album was a find and share from my good pal, Mike. Uh, and that also revealed their 2022 full-length album, Never Before Seen, Never Again Found, which is an absolute gem. Also something on my list. You ready for number three? I am ready for three. You're, you're looking at me like you are on the edge of your seat. Like, what's coming next? Wow, this is such a great list. I wish this was like his his episode list. Maybe it is. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Oh, I'm done. <laughs> it's over. Good night, Mike. Just play the music. <laughs> uh, number three is a band whose album I saw up here, a couple of times through the year but i never really gave it a shot uh because of the name the name turned me off a little bit um but i did spot this album on a couple of year-end lists and figured it was time to give it a shot uh the album is successfully not giving up the band is captain asshole um there's something loose and raw about this record that makes you feel like you're in the room with the band um and i attribute that through the gang vocals that seem to flow through every part of every song. Um, there's an off the floor sort of campfire vibe that I really like about this record. Um, I couldn't get enough of it. So I actually went backwards too and found their first full length, found it like, like it was something hard to find. <laughs> like I just searched the band name in the streaming service and found it. Well, if you search uh, Captain Asshole <laughs> on Google, you might find something else. So. <laughs> I don't use the Google. I oh, only yeah. use Bing. Bing, Bing, Bing sorry. <laughs> so I went back to their first full length in 2019, uh, which is called What an Awful Life and devoured that up too. Um, this was definitely a sleeper album uh, for me last year. Did you did you check this one out? Did you see this one appear on the lists? You know what? I didn't notice on anyone's lists, and I don't think I've ever listened to them. 
probably because of the name as well. Right. So I will give it a listen. Um, give it a shot. I will. Don't I, judge a book by its cover, Mike. It sounds like something that would be up my alley. I do like gang vocals. I do like your alley. Yeah. Number four is uh, a band called Squint who put out two EPs last year. Two. Wash yes. Away and Feel It. That's a lot of EPs for a band to put out in a year. I don't get the, the double EP. There's a couple bands that did that last year. Feels like is why there? not put a full length? Yeah, so I kind of thought the same thing. Um, and I didn't notice a huge difference between the albums. I read a couple of reviews and the reviewers were, you know, saying that there was there was a very different vibe to both EPs. Maybe that's true. Maybe I should go back and listen. Maybe, maybe there is a huge difference. But I felt like they could have belonged on the same like full length. Mm -hmm. But maybe, maybe they're just writing and then they get enough and they're like, let's put it out writing get enough let's put it out like maybe that's the trajectory right maybe you have to do that now anyways to keep keep people interested yeah so it's a melodic hardcore outfit out of st louis um they just got together in 2021 and already coming in hot i dig both of these eps um there's a definite drug church vibe to it um but a sound all its own definitely excited to hear more from these guys mike how about you First band is actually a 2023 release, a band called Swiss Army Wife. And the Classic. album is called Medium Gnarly, which I'm just now thinking about is hilarious that I picked something with the word gnarly in it. Uh, that wasn't done on purpose. It was released the first week of January. Uh, they're an emo math rock band from Portland. Um, and it kind of feels less polished than some of the stuff in that genre. And I'm starting to like the less polished stuff a little bit more because it seems like a lot of the emo bands are really glossy and overproduced. Like, do you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like it oh, works. Totally. Yeah. It works for a lot of them. And it like, I see why they do it, but kind of just makes me miss some of like the like nineties emo stuff. That's like a little bit less uh, perfect. Uh, the next band is Bedouin Sound Clash and we'll meet in a hurricane. Nice. This is one of those albums I came back to at the end of the year and because I gave it a quick listen. Wasn't like super stoked on it, but I came back and listened and I'm really into it now. Uh, I always liked Bedouin Soundclash and I've liked Jay Malinkowski's solo stuff. Uh, but this new album feels a little bit stronger than anything since Street Gospels. It kind of like, to me, took everything that was good about Bedouin and also the side projects and kind of amalgamated it into one thing so it's cool yeah. it sounds a little bit different it sounds a little bit fresher than bedouin it's not like the same stuff rehashed uh, i'm not sure if it's for everyone but i really like it uh yeah i believe you said that it's their best album which might be up for debate but... i said i said it could be a contender that's fair it could be their I, best album I, I didn't say it was i put words in your mouth i apologize you did yeah you I, did put words in my mouth and <laughs> if there's one thing we know i don't like you putting things in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> so many jokes no time uh <laughs> next band i picked is a band called skull crack um and their album addicted to the underground if you check out the artwork you'll know why i checked this album out uh skull cracker a crossover thrash band from california um they aren't really like rewriting the genre but i like that stuff and uh sometimes that genre doesn't need rewriting and you can just put out a good album and that's and their name's Skullcracker. 
Skull crack. Oh, sorry. Skull crack. So it's not something you eat. It's no. something that happens to you. Yeah. Okay. When you don't wear a helmet. <laughs> right. Right. You got to wear a helmet. You should. But maybe, maybe guys that listen to Thrash don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't put words don't. in their mouth. <laughs> I, I bet they words don't. Words in your mouth. Last one was a Christmas gift I got. Uh, an album by a band called Hallow's Eve. The album is Monument. Hell's Eve are a thrash band from Atlanta. They were out in the 80s. This album came out on Metal Blade in 1988. It sounds like a thrash album from 1988. And it rules. And they do a pretty wicked cover of Queen's Sheer Heart Attack. I 10 out of 10 recommend. Wait, did you? Would you say you got this album for Christmas, what do you mean you got this? Like it was a like gift on a physical copy. It was a gift, a, a CD gift to me. A CD gift. Yes. Cause like, I didn't know that you still collected or bought CDs. I've s- slowly started doing it a little bit more again. Like I know that like people can still get gifts like of music, like in vinyl or, or <laughs> CD. I just didn't know that. I'm not, that was I'm still not a still... huge vinyl guy. I do have a vinyl collection, but I, f- I still feel like for me, collecting CDs is my, my thing. So, huh? That's cool. I like that. I like getting gifts of music still. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, that's one thing I miss giving. That was my go-to gift was giving CDs to people, but yeah, can't really do that anymore. CDs or DVDs and neither are great gifts anymore. Someone's like, well, you can't even give the gift certificates (laughs) anymore, right? Like here's a gift certificate to HMV. Where nope. <laughs> am I possibly going to spend this gift certificate? Can I get some or Sunrise Records? I guess <laughs> you could get a gift certificate there, but I feel like they have more like accessories than yeah. they do music. It's like that. It's almost like a cross between a music store and like that old store, San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> Sam from Music. Can I get a whoopee cushion and an album? <laughs> yes, you can. Excellent. That's all I needed. As I listened to that first episode that none of you will get the pleasure or displeasure of listening to, I realized that I didn't really have, I just kind of picked five songs that meant something to me at the time. And arguably any five of those songs could still appear on today's mixtape. But I did put a little bit more thought into like the structure of a mixtape. And I think I kind of, got into that in that episode a little bit, but not as much as I did here. So the first stop on, on my mixtape is the setup. It's the nostalgia. It's something maybe the listener forgot about. And I, I did kind of think about you as I was making this mixtape. Like I thought about how I would kind of compose this tape for you, Mike. So it's for you at the end of the day. It's for you. I assumed it was for me. You can record it onto a tape if you like. I will not do that. It's not really a mixtape, then. It's kind of a playlist. (laughs) So that first song... (laughs) (laughs) That first song, you don't want to come in too hot. You don't want to come in too long, like six minutes or there around. This is... You got to deliver the baby bear temperature. Something that's just right. And that song for this mixtape is by a band called Guns and Wankers. The song I chose is called Skin Deep from For Dancing and Listening, which I believe 
Did it come out in 94? I think it came out in 94. Maybe it was 95. One of those two. I think we talked about this album. Maybe you and I just talked about it. Maybe we talked about it on the podcast. Like a quite some episodes back, like on the EP mm-hmm. episode, I think, because there was some discussion as to whether or not you could play Guns and Wankers on the EP episode. And I think you declined it in the end. Is that right? I did. Does that sound right? It, yeah. I don't know. I think it was, a, it's not the EP episode. I think it's because there was, it's not their only album. I don't know. I can't remember, but it's like. Oh yeah. Maybe it was the one and done. Yeah. But it's not their only. That's right. I think that was right. Cause this, this album is essentially like a collection of singles yeah. and EPs. And then there was another full length album that was a collection of the same songs with like a couple of extras put on yeah, it. Yeah, that's right? it. That's, that's how it goes. So I think you you kind of clued me into all of that backstory, but let me back it up. Let me back it up a moment here. I knew that this band was made up of members of Snuff, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that they formed the band the same day that Snuff played their last show. What? I also didn't. Yeah. But Snuff's this still is, around, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. I'm getting to it. I know there's lots of questions, Mike. Let's. Let's let's just let's start slow. Let's start slow. Okay. So they formed this band the same day that Snuff played their last show. And I didn't know that they also broke up when Snuff reformed. Nor did I know that they reformed this band, Guns and Wankers, back in 2019. Like now the- this is all according to the wiki. Yeah, apparently Guns and Wankers are an active band. Like just playing shows, I'm guessing, not recording. I anything. guess, yeah, not recording, yeah. Hmm. So, so there you go. Learn something. Uh, the new. more you know, the more you know. Learn something new. Listen to the High Fives podcast, especially if we do an episode twice <laughs> and we redo it. Uh, I first heard this song on Fat Music for Fat People many years ago. This song still stands up, and it just it gives you that real punch in the face of nostalgia. It's such a ripper. Like yeah, I love that song. But not too rippy. No, just it's just rippy it's a, enough. It's a great song, great opener. And it's not six minutes either. Do you remember what your first one was? Uh, I think it was a good riddance song, a credit to his gender on the last one. Mm-hmm. So I came in hot on the last one. <laughs> this one, I'm, I'm coming in baby bear. I think the song's pretty hot, but I get it. You think so? I feel like it's a mid-tempo. You See, know, I feel like you fast. have to, I come in, on my mixtapes, I like to come in hot with a good track. I but think like I, I said, changed with age. But like I said, just, like, I agree with you. You, you got to ease in a little bit. You can't go like, yeah. full, you, can't, you put, can't put your best foot forward on that first track. No, exactly. But, it's just a warm up. So I attacked it different than my other one as well. Because the other one, I think I just picked songs that I would put on any mixtape. And they're all great songs that I like a lot. So this, this time I attacked it like I was making a mixtape. So same thing. Want to start with a killer track. Um, I always like to toss something new on a mixtape or something that defines my taste. Something the listener may may have never heard before, but would like. Um, I also think an important thing when you're making a mixtape for someone is make it accessible. Just because I like something a lot doesn't mean the person's going to like that. So you don't want to get too weird with it, but you want to make it fun for them. Not just like, you don't want to make it like, you don't want to take survival of the fattest and then just record it in a different order. No, you definitely don't Like that kind of thing, like, which I've seen people do. That's called plagiarism, Mike. (laughs) Yeah. That's not a mixtape. <laughs> That's not even a stream. So the first track I went with is off an album called Not Like This. 
The band is Iron Sheik. The song is Cutesy Monster Man. Um, I love Iron Sheik and their offshoots. It's a great song to kick off an album or mixtape. The little sound clip at the beginning, the anthemic nature of the track. Also, the line, I sold my soul, now I age but don't get old. And to this day, it's the best deal I ever made. Is so good. And it's nice. Just, just a great way to start off a, a mixtape. And if I was making this for someone, they would get a glimmer of the kind of music I'm into and where this mixtape could head. Iron Sheik, nice pull. That that's a band I haven't thought about in a while. Are they are they still around? Are yeah, they still I think doing they just the played thing? a show. I, yeah, yeah. I don't think they tour. I don't think they tour a lot. Or I think they might just be doing like their little area now. I'm guessing they're old. They're old. When I saw them, they're older dudes. So I feel like they're our age, Mike. <laughs> we are older dudes. <laughs> I told you, I aged. <laughs> <laughs> you became an adult and then you aged. Yeah. You're like Benjamin Button, but like the real, <laughs> the real way, way, just really fast. The fast Benjamin Button. <laughs> yeah. Fast reverse Benjamin Button. That's yeah. who you are. <laughs> that's what happens in this in the reboot. <laughs> <laughs> you could just watch it backwards yeah, too. I guess. I never saw that. I don't movie. know if you could I don't know if you could do that. I don't know. Guns and Wankers, skin deep and Iron Cheek, Cutesy Monster Man.
Excellent start to the reboot, Mike. Really excellent start. And thanks for not picking a six-minute song. Appreciate that. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> Is that what we go out on? Not smart, because people can just like people can just stop. I almost picked an eight-minute song to eight go out on, but minutes. I, but I didn't. I didn't. So who would do that? Me. I've never heard of anyone picking an eight-minute song for anything. I thought you were going to bust me there, but you didn't. So let's Did you move pick an on. eight-minute song? Nope. Let's move <laughs> no, on. Okay. Uh, so the first song was something old. Where do you think I'm headed with my second pick, Mike? Something new. There you go. Something borrowed. There you go. And something, <laughs> something blue. Don't wreck the whole thing. Don't wreck okay. it all. Okay. We're just going to, yeah, my last song is going to be the Blue Man Group. Oh, um, awesome. So I wrecked it. Uh, yes, you are correct. My second song, my second choice is going for something brand new. Um, I hinted at this album at the beginning of the episode. I really can't stop listening to this record. Um, I heard it a little too late last year to add it to my best of list, uh, but I feel like it made yours. Um, and I think we've talked, well, maybe not talked about it, but we've certainly added it to things we're listening to and, in the different parts of our podcast social world, I suppose. Um, but we haven't played it on the show yet. Uh, this is just a great album of 2000 style emo slash post hardcore anthems. Uh, the album is never before seen, never again found. The band is arm's length. And the song I chose is Formative Age. Um, this is a melody-focused record with just really, really good storytelling. I think it's a step forward from the debut EP, but uh, very much of the same vein. Um, and this album, it tells a story from beginning to end. Lots of great hooks, melodies, tasty licks to keep you coming back for more. Tasty. Love a tasty lick. Did it make it made your top 100, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, it was an I mean, album that came out last year, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's on there. Have you continued listening to it? Do you do you, yeah, yeah. Do you enjoy no, it? I like this album. I like this album a lot. That's it. That's all you're gonna say. I like this album. I guess oh, you said well, it you, all. You said you, it all. You said it all you, before. You said it all in the beginning of the episode. I've the said middle it of the all. episode. There's nothing else to say. <laughs> all right. Let it sleep, Mike. Let it lie. So with my track, I wanted to keep the energy going. So I picked a band with, with some good pace. Uh, the band is Make War. The album is Get It Together. And nice. the song is Oh Brother. 
I'm not convinced we haven't played this song on here before. <laughs> I swear we did, but I went through both of our lists and I couldn't find it. I know you've played Make War before. I have, yeah. I, I could tell uh, you the episode. I don't know why I remember this shit. Like, I really don't. I don't know why it sticks in my brain. The fact, like, I chose a song for an episode sometime. It's because you have just, to sit and edit this shit. I guess, yeah. It's just <laughs> it's like, like implanted in you, like some some horrible memory. I have this reflex to every song ever chosen for this podcast. It's the worst superpower anyone's ever had. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I did choose a Make War song. It was for the episode about the one where we made a movie soundtrack with our friend Justin. You are correct, because I did find that when I was going through the lists. <laughs> what album is this one? Is this, what's the album Get cover it. look like? Get It is, Together, I think. Is it The Kid in the Pool or is it? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah. The I'm one before sure. the fat, the fat acquisition. This isn't fat? I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't I don't doesn't. mean to ask questions you don't know answers to. Yeah, don't make me look stupid. I do that <laughs> enough myself here. I did pour tea on my lap <laughs> before I was an adult. I'm not convinced it wasn't on a list, but it's a wicked track. I love it. Um, and I'm pretty sure you are my gateway to this band. So Awesome. Uh, One thank for me. You. Yeah. I think it's a solid mixtape mix choice because it's accessible to a broad listener. There's parts that are singable, singable, singable a word? Yeah, singable is a word, yeah. say it. Singable. Yeah. Yeah, okay, it sounds right now. I feel like this podcast is like an ESL class sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I can pick the music, I just can't talk about it. <laughs> as long as you're learning something, Mike. Anyway, it's the kind of song you air drum to in a car, so I thought it was a good keep the pace going part of my mixtape. And that's it. That's all I have to say about that. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that I was able to introduce you to something or that this was a this was a recommendation from me that you you took and you ran with it cuz I don't think there's there's far less of those than there are ones that you introduce me to. There's less, but you do a lot of it. I just don't give you the credit you need. All right, there it is. There it is. We can stop doing the podcast now. <laughs> Do you remember what your second choice was from the last one? Did you or write no? them down? I wrote mine down. I oh. didn't write yours down. No. Uh, All right. No worries. No. I don't care. <laughs> I think it was saves the day. Makes sense. Yeah? You feel it? Yeah. yeah I feel right. it. All right. <laughs> or Jimmy World. Maybe it was Jimmy World. My number two was Jimmy Eat World. Maybe that's what you're remembering. Oh, it, no, it was. We we both picked we, Jimmy we doubled World up. songs. On the first episode, we doubled up? Ugh, yeah. Barf. No, but we you did it on purpose. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So <laughs> Look how I far listened. we've come. <laughs> I would never do that now. <laughs> I listened to it today. I was talking about my second pick, which was Jimmy Eat World. And the way that we structured it, we didn't really have any structure. See, this episode was before we had even structure. And the way that we used to do it, for a hot minute was I would pick a song. I would talk about the song for about 10 seconds and then we'd play the song and then we'd come out of the song and you would talk about your song for about 15 seconds. And then, and I don't think you said more. I think you just said it slower. And then we would play that song and then we would go back to the next song, blah, 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 blah. And that was kind of the cadence of the show. It didn't have as much flow as it does now. 
And but when I said I have a Jimmy Eat World song and I talked about it for 10 seconds and then you said I have a Jimmy Eat World song too. We should put them together. See, you were much nicer. You were much more like I don't like old me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back and kill him. <laughs> You have that time machine, right? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right. But then you wouldn't be here right now, Mike. And that would be a loss. It's true. Yeah. All right. Let's keep you. Well, let's keep you around. All right. All right. We can just fix the mistakes. All right. Formative age, arm's length, and? Make war, oh brother. I'm not concerned that you kill for me.
devil Bet you're just get blisters I want you to dream big Bigger than I ever did One was something old. Two was something new. Sadly, this is not something borrowed. I mean, I suppose it's borrowed. Like you didn't write I it. Borrowed the song from the. <laughs> yeah, sure. So we could call it borrowed. Sure, we'll call this song. This is borrowed. Um, it's also a spot that's reserved for a little shift. This is the surprise in the podcast. What do you think that surprise might be, Mike? <laughs> It's it's a it's a it's an obligatory departure. Does that help? It does, but I'm I was just gonna make fun of you, and I decided to stop myself and be nice again. <laughs> Come on, Mike. That's not you. That's not All right, Nate, is that stupid twenty three. Mike, that stupid song that the Chicago Blackhawks use. <laughs> is it Music Band? What is, is it, that song? The one that you picked no. that one time. Oh, uh, Chelsea's Dagger, or whatever that song, or whatever you picked, and I made fun of you no. forever. It's none of those songs. It's a departure because no, it obligate- sucks. Is it a Guns N' Roses song? Because they had also. You're allowed to see things suck. I'll say what sucks when it sucks. <laughs> That's the loudest wow. I'm ever going to get on this podcast. <laughs> wow, that was pretty loud. The shift that I'm talking about is the obligatory ska track. Oh yes, Mike. yes, yes. Right, you got to have one on a mixtape if you're doing like. If you're doing a, a punk rock mixtape, you got to shift into ska at some point. You get double clutch and put it into ska. Put it into ska. I like right? that. I'm surprised ska band doesn't yeah. use that. Put it into ska. Oh, I'm sure it's out there. Let's make a shirt, sure Nate. It's out put there. it into ska. <laughs> okay. All right. Done. And then we'll have the ska people call us and say, hey, hey we, we, we got that. <laughs> we, we coined the phrase, put it into ska. Uh, the song that I chose is a single um, that follows a 2022 full length and chart topping release. The band is the slackers. Their full length uh, last year was don't let the sunlight fool you. This single also came out last year and the single is called New York Berlin. This song is an absolute earworm. The melody just digs and digs and digs until it lives there. So in advance, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> this song is a commentary on friendship during changing times in center cities. And the moral of this song is love everyone while they are around you. you Have you heard this song, Mike? Do you know this one? I think I heard it, but I don't, it's not like, clicking in but i love this band and that album they put out last year was really good i didn't have it on really my list, good. i would argue they're just a solid band their best album they don't really have any bad albums though they're they're like really good the thing about that genre of of ska or that kind of like Rocks. that that ska sound yeah. is it can kind of get a little one note oh for sure 
and and it gets a little bit monotonous to to kind of listen to a full album. But that album they put out last year, it didn't feel that same way. Like it it felt like it felt like there was more. There were there were more layers there. I find with his voice though, he you get so much soul in his voice that it makes up for that. So it doesn't sound like yeah. like I find that's more of an issue with let's say reggae albums where you're like that song is awesome. If I heard the album, I don't know if I could differentiate between all the songs on this. Right. Not, right. not to take away yeah, from yeah, that yeah. genre. It's like grid music and whatnot. But I yeah. find the the vocals in the slackers really change that up. And everything sounds like, I don't know. To me, they just have like, they're ska and rock city, but they just have like a, almost like a, a soul. They have so much soul to their music that it's it's just great. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I really like his solo stuff too. And maybe that was... I don't know. I've been listening to more of that over the years, so maybe that kind of opened me up to to this new record more. It's a good. Uh, their albums are always like good. Like if you're sitting around on like a Sunday morning, just drinking coffee and reading or something, they're just good. Good for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Good for the coffee read. Yeah. On a Saturday. I prefer Sunday coffee read. Saturday's kind of a hectic day, Nate. You got Saturday I think you morning. Said Saturday. Did I say Saturday? I said Sunday. Was that a trap? Was that a trap? Are you setting traps now? Saturdays for morning, for Saturday morning cartoons, Nate. There's no cartoons on Saturdays anymore. They're on all the time. That's right. You can stream a cartoon, Mike. Yeah. Stream one right now if you wanted to. I am. I'm not even paying attention to you. I'm watching Transformers as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, Thundercats. Ho. Well, in between your cartoons, maybe you can give us your track three. <laughs> I could do that. That was a good segue, Nate. I like the way you think. <laughs> it's no wonder we've been working together for so long. So this is the part where I put an older song on that is still a staple in my listening cycle. Uh, so I picked a band called Sam I Am, who I love. Nice. The albums You Are Freaking Me Out, which is one of my favorite nice. albums. And the song... Of all time? It would be up there, I think, for me. It's nice. one of those albums that like, you know when you listen to it, you know, it like changed you a little bit, just like yeah. just enough to like nudge you in a certain direction of music. And this album did that for me. Uh, the song is She Found You. Um, I specifically remember going to Megatunes and Brock telling me to pick this album up. So I just picked it up, which when I was writing this out and thinking about it, I'm like, that was probably just a sales trick. Cause when I worked there, Herb would tell me to do that to people. You'd be like, just find regular customers that trust you and just like give them an album and they'll buy it. So either Brock tricked me or he was really caring about me, but we'll never know. And that was a little Calgary con for you listeners. <laughs> if you know who Brock or Herb are. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, a zillion years later, I'm still listening to this album. And if I ever wanted to sell this album to you, I'd probably play She Found You. So I'm going to put that on my mixtape. One interesting note is I didn't know this until today that this was originally supposed to be on Atlantic Records. But it got shelves for a full year. The band bought it back and then released it on Burning Heart, which is kind of cool. But was this like during that time where like all the labels were just buying everything? Yeah, I think this is a '97 release, so that would have been like '96, '97. Huh. So totally, that's like when they just bought stuff. I think Clumsy was on Atlantic, probably didn't do well. But yeah, so there's they're totally in that in that sellout book phase of like when they. Bands or, or labels are just throwing darts and trying to pick up everything. Right. This was totally like that next stage of punk rock, I think, from like 
like remembering this album when when we were younger and when it kind of first came out or the years that passed after it came out like i remember thinking like this was a next the next phase this was the next step yeah it just felt more grown up i guess maybe for totally. us i mean I, yeah. I think going back now and listening you can see like doughboy's influence and things like that and like where they came from but yeah for me at that time it was just like oh this is more of an a quote-unquote adult punk rock compared to what i've been listening to they're not singing about room spinning around and your pants falling down this is the Kenny G of punk rock. <laughs> no one wants to be referred to as that. Also, Sam I Am has a new album coming out this year. So they're coming. They're going on tour right away. Really? I hope they come here. Yeah. Like, they're, I was talking. Nobody comes I here, know, especially in winter. I think they've only been here once and I didn't go. And it's still like haunts me to this day. I saw them here. No, you saw them at no, Fest, I, right? Yeah. Okay. And I just like to hold those things over yeah, you. There's certain things. <laughs> That's why I say you're a much like cooler that. person like, than like me, a, Nate. We know, like a petulant child. I'm cooler in my I head, saw. but you're cooler out on the outside. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You know what it means. Only a cool person could say that kind of thing. Get away with it. New York, Berlin, the slackers, and you know what's cooler than cool being Nate? Being ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> what's that from? Is that ice? Is that vanilla ice? <laughs> No, it's, cool it's from Outcast. <laughs> it's it's what's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right that song's pretty fucking fantastic, actually. I shouldn't make fun of it. It's a good song. It is great. Uh, my song, Sam I Am, She Found You. Let me tell you all about New York, and then you tell me all about Berlin. Then you tell me all about New York, and I'll tell you all about Berlin. Bitching about the place we're in 
I was like a cover on a mixtape. Do you like the cover on a mixtape, Mike? I think it's a, a very important part of a mixtape. Really? Especially if it's the first if it's the first mixtape for someone. Really? So you think that a cover has a place on on every mixtape? Not every mixtape. All right. But generally one if you're the first one you're making for somebody. So what you're saying, whether I make the first one or the tenth mixtape for anybody, it should have a cover on it. Sure. That's what I'm hearing. It's it's a vital part of it. All right. It's a vital part of any mixtape is having a cover on there. It's a rule. Okay, good. I'm glad that we came together on this in the end. We started out a little bit divisive. Now put that gun down, I, right? <laughs> I did what you said. <laughs> put it down. <laughs> but I, I like that we came together. <laughs> Forcefully. Even better if it's a cover you've never heard before, right? For sure. Even better. And I you know, I feel like as I've as I've aged, I like covers less. Like Yeah, we've discussed this a little bit. I don't go back. I, I don't put on a cover very often. I don't get real like jacked like I used to. I get I used to get really excited. Like it was like a a bonus card and like a pack of cards. You know, or it was like the toy in a cereal box. That's what a cover used to be. Now it's just kind of like the cereal box. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I'll read it. I'll I'll listen to it. But you know, I'm I'm doing it out of necessity more than I'm doing it out of excitement. You know? Well, Nathan, that's that's because you've gone from liking like Fruit Loops to being a raisin bran kind of person. Oh, I hate raisin bran. <laughs> I like the raisins. <laughs> But exactly. I hate the brand. I hate it. Those flakes are so gross. No two scoops for you? <laughs> no, I like the two scoops. That's all I want. Just give me the two scoops. Give me the cereal that's called two scoops. That's it. <laughs> two scoops, that's all. That's what it's called. Two scoops, nothing else. I'll eat that. You can have the cereal that's just called brand. <laughs> Do you think the American Gladiator guy, two scoops, just ate two scoops? I don't know. Who's that? Was there an American uh, Gladiator? No. That was, he was like contestant on American Gladiator. Look him up. Two scoops. All right. <laughs> a two contestant scoops. or he was a gladiator? <laughs> no, he was just a contestant. Are you being for real right now? I'm being for real. Wow. You look up Wesley, two scoops. All right. I'm going to look him up. <laughs> I feel like you're setting me up for something gross. Like it sounds gross. West, right. Wesley Two Scoops. Sounds, <laughs> I might have made up his first name. Uh, I might have made up his first name. I can't 100% say his first name, but there was a contestant named Two Scoops. I don't know what happened. I thought you would know this. I don't know what happened here. Our fourth pick <laughs> and it's all falling apart. This cover uh, starts with an... Well, I'll tell you what the cover is first. The cover is I Want to Dance with Somebody, which I think is an excellent pick for a punk rock cover. This is not the Fallout Boy version. Not to worry. Did you know Fallout Boy did a version of this song? I don't. Okay. This, no, this is not that. the Fallout Boy version of I Want to Dance with Somebody. You do know the song I Want to Dance with Somebody, right? Whitney Houston? Whitney Houston? Yeah. All right. There's a lot of good covers of this song. Really? Yeah. I feel like I've never heard a cover of this song until well, I heard this one. All so right. This I one, one. That's why I don't know which one you're picking. That's why I'm kind of. It's by the Morons. Do you know the morons? Uh, yeah, I do. But that's not the song I was thinking that you were going to pick. So I'm excited to hear it. Well, there you go. Get excited, Mike. 
Uh, this cover starts out with an unexpected Volbeat-esque vocal, which really suits this song for some reason. This cover drips of late 90s punk cover vibes. These guys are from Calgary, too. Don't honk the horn. Just smile and nod. They're from Calgary. Some more Calcon. Yeah. Can-con. Calcon. Oh. Calcon. Did you, just, did you just coin that? I said it the last time when we were talking about. All right. But I just wanted to catch on. <laughs> well, this version of this song, the first time I heard it, it made me smile and it made me hit repeat. And clearly it's a cover you haven't heard. Even though you've heard this song covered, you haven't heard this version of it. One of my It's true. It's one of my favorite covers in recent years. Mike, it's I Wanna Dance with Somebody. This is the part in my mixtape where you have to get a little bit creative, much like your cover thing. You're trying to pick something that's a little bit out there, not too out there, but something that maybe they've never heard before. Uh, maybe they have, just rare enough that you put some thought into this whole thing. All right. Uh, so it's a Clash song. It's six it's minutes, 12 long. minutes long. It's 12 minutes long. It's off the Cost of Living EP, and the song is called Gates of the West. It's one of my favorite Clash songs, um, which I say a lot about Clash songs. I was going to so say, probably... is every Clash song one of your favorites? <laughs> there are a lot that I like. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only been on this EP and then a couple of comps. So it's one that maybe you've heard, maybe you haven't. Uh, so it might be one that people have skipped over. I mean, if you like The Clash, you probably know it. But anyway, the song rules and it's got a good beat to it. So I want to dance with somebody. The morons. I think it's no, it's pronounced morons. No, it's morons. No, they put like the double dots over top of the second O. So that gives it an accent. Morons. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. And Uh, the Clash Gates of the West. Upon the hour and the sun. Be- 
So, Nate, it's Wesley Two Scoops Berry. <laughs> you checked? I checked. You check him out. <laughs> what did it say? Why was he? Why is he? Called I didn't. I didn't spend that two, <laughs> two scoops because <laughs> he liked his two scoops, but not the rest of the brand. No way. I don't know. I'm gonna find Google. I'm gonna Bing stuff and send it to you. No one's ever heard of him before, and I'm shocked that that's a real thing and that's a real person. <laughs> it's like knowing a contestant on the Wheel of Fortune, eh? Right. Right. <laughs> Do you remember that guy that was on The Price is Right? No. <laughs> Two scoops. <laughs> I guess I should do the thank yous and all that sort of stuff before we get into our last, uh, to our closing tracks here. Um, so yeah, before we dip out of here and get into that new music, I just want to say thanks to everyone who's been listening to our podcast over the past few years. Especially if you listened to the first 11 episodes and stuck with us because they suck. Thanks to Nate for coming up with the great idea to revisit these lost episodes um, and for doing this with me. Thank you to everyone in the WhatsApp group for keeping us in check and for all the music nerd talk. If you like our podcast, please give us a rating or tell a friend to check it out. That's probably better than rating it. Uh, send in your lists and we'll post them on Instagram. We can be found at, at High Fives Podcast. I did miss a few of the last episode lists because December got crazy and then I had to rush out that solo podcast. I promise I'll get them up and put them on our site sooner than later. And good news, the site does work again. Nate, can you confirm? I can confirm. That it's all there again? Well, I can't confirm that it's all there. But the things that I needed to look through were there. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, so if you need any of those things, they're there. Thank you again from the bottom of our hearts. We really do appreciate it. And we hope you stick with us through this year. And thanks to you too, Mike. I don't say that enough. You always say thanks to me. Thanks to you too. Well. Thanks to you for, for doing this thing. Thanks to you for creating all the cool artwork and doing all the socials. And you do a lot of lifting too, Mike. It's a, it's a it two-way street. Noticed. We're, we're it a partnership. Takes it takes two to tango, Mike. We're basically tango and cashier. Basically. <laughs> Laverne and Shirley. I see us more as We're Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> you can't have uh, Raisin Bran without two scoops. So over the past little bit of last year, I think, um, I, we've had a couple of people from our hometown reach out, um, which is actually really cool because I think like... The community that we've built through this spans, you know, to different countries throughout the world. But like you quickly forget um, that people right here in Calgary um, are listening to this, too. And it reminded me of how important and tight knit our local scene is. And no matter what happens, you always have that community. You know, if you've taken time away or, um, you know, if you've been kind of disconnected from it it's it's still very much there and i'd be remiss not to mention that we've lost some members of that community over the last couple months um colin hess we lost in november um colin was from the everyman um and they were very much a band of our scene of that time um an important band to us i would say yeah 100 percent. like they were they were the one you know like yeah we played a couple shows with them and I mean, Colin was super talented. 
um, not somebody I was real close with, but somebody that was very much um, a huge part of that scene. Yeah, and somewhat influential to us, like the band in general and those guys. So, 100%. Yeah. Um, Very sad to see Colin go. Um, Dave Alcock just passed away in January. Um, Dave Alcock was from Chicks Diggit. Uh, He's from a number of different bands. Um, We first met Dave uh, when we went in to record at uh, not his studio at the time, but the studio he would later go to buy, uh, Sunday Sound, um, which was one of my favorite experiences of being in a band. It was the first time um, we did what I would call a a real recording um, with a real producer um, who really cared about you know what he was doing there there were some studios we went into where you know the guy was outside smoking weed while we were trying to find somebody to hit the button to record the vocal and this that was not dave um yeah dave was amazing in the studio and just our intro song is by a band called five spot and dave recorded that song too so yeah yeah like i just remember thinking like he was just so invested in it all. And, you know, like I remember feeling like there were lots of moments where, you know, it, it, you wanted to make Dave smile or, you know, you wanted to find a moment that, that he really seemed into it, like what we were doing. And, and there were moments like that um, when, uh, when we recorded with him. Um, years later, I reacquainted with Dave. Uh, we ended up working together at the same place. And despite being peers and colleagues, um, I still really looked up to Dave in that same way. Like it, it never changed. Um, it didn't matter kind of how much time had gone by or how our relationship changed. I still had that, like, I still kind of looked up to him in that same way. I hadn't talked to Colin in many, many, many years, and it had been a few years since, I last talked to Dave, um, but I miss them both, and it's sad. Yeah, you, you said it. It's sad. Sad's the way to do it. Um, it's an unfortunate part of life, and when you lose somebody in your community, that means a lot. I mean, Calgary's a big city now, but the music community's always been small and tight, and whether you're with friends with somebody or just acquaintances, like you all just sort of feel it, and anytime somebody passes in the community it hurts so um yeah and more importantly and and not to dwell on it but if you need help there's always someone to talk to um just try to reach out to those you care about you and uh yeah that's enough sad stuff nate let's talk about some music well i'm gonna i'm gonna pair it with uh a sad song how's that all right (laughs) i'm gonna keep it going sad songs are good closers for a mixtape they are This is the time uh, for somber reflection, Mike. This is the time to be tucked in. It's time for something slow. Can you tuck me in later? Yeah, yeah, I'll tuck you in. Yeah. All right, sweet. Sweet. Something to really, uh, I like something here that that you can really sink your teeth into lyrically. 12 minutes worth? No, not 12 minutes. Not 12 minutes. The song I chose is a little tip of the hat. A nod, if you will, um, to my final selection from the first time we did this episode. Uh, So that selection was Plea from a Cat Named Virtue by The Weaker Thans. Um, I chose the sequel to that song for tonight's episode, uh, Virtue the Cat Explains Her Departure. Um, 
This song really does fit the sentiment of what we were just talking about because it is heartbreaking and it gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. Um, this song recounts a special relationship and the end of that relationship. Um, there is one more song to this saga. So um, there is a third song and that one's called Virtue at Rest. Um, that one appears on John K. Sampson's solo record, Winter Wheat. I love this three song story, uh, despite my complete distaste for cats. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> wow, you just toss that in at the end there, eh? Wait a, <laughs> wait a, like, gotta, I'm, a I'm a man of my convictions, Mike. <laughs> you got to get that in there, get that cat jab. Yeah, I need the people to know. Um, How do you feel about yeah, cat just, woman? <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to trap me. Um, I just. I love this idea, you know, of carrying this narrative through three completely different albums. Um, well, he's such a just, good storyteller. Storyteller, yeah, it, You're right. Like, he is such a good storyteller, and it just really shows, like, the level that he's on, you know, as, as a storyteller, as a songwriter, as a lyricist. Um, I, I'm sad that John doesn't have any more albums that we know are coming, but I hope there are more. You never know. He did have a couple songs last year, or the year before. Sometime. Yeah, I think a couple the year before, a couple of singles. Mm -hmm. Weaker Thins always always are sad to me too. I don't know why they just make me so sad, but they're so good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's funny because I almost went back to my closer as well because I just love that track. Uh, it was the specials, uh, but I had already played it in another episode. So and I decided that. I would go with a different cover song this time. So uh, I'm stealing your cover song idea because I said that using a cover song on a mixtape is always a solid move, especially if it's a song the listener might know. Uh, the band I chose was The Warriors, not The Warriors, which I always confuse them with, but The Warriors. Uh, and they put out an EP in March of 2021 uh, five covers all recorded in quarantine in separate houses and stuff like that. So I'm assuming just to sort of keep busy. Um, the album is called the old friends EP, which is a nod to their cover of rancid's rancid's old friend. Uh, it's a great track, but the real standout track for me was their cover of roller coaster by bleachers. Um, do you like bleachers? So that's Jack. Jack what's Antonoff. his last name? Jack yeah. Um, I don't know. I I so he was performing at uh, Riot Fest, and uh, mm -hmm. but it was it was conflicting conflicting bands, conflicting times. So I didn't go see him, but I kind of looked him up afterwards, and I know that he was kind of a big deal some years ago. And then I don't. I don't well, know he's if, a big deal. Like that's the whole he's thing. Still a big deal. Yeah, like he is like the pop master he's like the phil specter pop master he's like the phil specter of a pop music now or like how mark ronson is like he's interesting like, he does like taylor swift and all those kind of people uh wow. anyway so bleachers was one of his bands uh the funny thing about bleachers and jack antonoff is like in general the songs are good and then he'd have like one or two on an album that are like really good but when somebody else does his music like all the these other bands that he writes for they turn out amazing so it's like it's so weird that he can't capture it himself and hmm, i kind of feel like like he could 
he could have like a greatest hits album, not just one, not a double Billy Joel greatest hits, but just one. And they'd all be good, but he can't have like six albums because like right. only one or two tracks are really good. Um, which leads me to this cover. Roller Coaster is a great song. Like his version, like Bleacher's Roller Coaster is great. It's really, it's a good summer pop song. Cool. But for some reason, the Warriors version of it is like so much better to me. Hmm. Like it's just got like a little bit of edge. They don't even change it that much, but just enough that it's like their own song. And for me, it's just like so much better. And uh, that's why I went with it. Um, if you've ever, if you've never heard the Warriors, check them out. They're really good. Um, they're a little bit more punky than this cover song, but, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I have to say about that. I hope you enjoy my mixtape and Nate's mixtape. Virtue the Cat explains her departure, the weaker thans and the Warriors roller coaster. Thanks for listening. Stay cool. Be excellent to each other. And, uh, like we said before, if you need help, reach out. It had something to do with the rain. Missing steps in the street And your anger pleading In an uncertain key Singing the sound that you found for me When the winter took the tips of my ears to hide And when the voices die I emerge to watch abandoned machines Waiting for their men To return I remember the way Scrapping with the ferals and the tabby Let you brush my matted fur How I'd knead into your chest while you were sleeping Shallow breathing made me
Recording now so that oh. the next time you <laughs> spill tea on yourself, we get it. Yeah, well, it's not going to happen anymore. I'm an adult. Why now, is it Nate. not going <laughs> to? You turned into an adult just in the last couple of seconds. Yeah. <laughs> you had a moment where you went yeah. from child to adult. And I, I, I mean, I you was saw here. It happen. I didn't see it happen. Like there was, there was no visible change. So, I mean, I, I observed you while the change happened, but I didn't see anything. I grew in everything. I've got gray hair now and <laughs> I've got hair where I didn't have hair before. <laughs> I'm going to get you a book. All right. I, I need to know what's going it's on with my Everybody's body, body changes. <laughs> Like you said, it's been like two months. What have you been up to? What have you been listening it's to? It's been three weeks. Um, Don't ever do that again. Or I'm out. Out. It's your podcast. And as someone who does a solo podcast, it's not fun. <laughs> or cool. <laughs>